0: Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome to the Thursday, June 17th edition of Locked On Panthers.
0: Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team, every day. This is the daily podcast, where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez, from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at MondoMan12.
1: You can follow the show account, at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also follow the national show, Lockdown NHL, anywhere
0: you listen to podcasts. And don't forget the cross-check NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto: amazing
1: selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them Locked On
0: sent you. Today's show is starting off with an update from the farm of. The Greenville Swamp Rabbits game one against the South Carolina Stingrays, where the Swamp Rabbits unfortunately have dropped game one by a final score of five to one in last night's game, where the Stingrays were in control mostly from the middle of the first period all the way till the end of the game. They were up two to nothing after one, scored two more
1: in the second, and Greenville didn't get their first goal until six minutes into the third period, and then the final score of this one was. 5-1
0: 5 to 1 in favor of Greenville. And Ryan Vednerd was actually pulled
1: in the middle of this game after giving up four goals and
0: an 8 to 6 save percentage in this one and was pulled after the fourth goal for this one.
1: So, not a good showing for the Greenville Swamp Rabbits in
0: this one and none of the Panther prospects that are that have rights scored a goal, but Ben Finkelstein did get an assist and the Swamp Rabbits game two will be tomorrow night on June eighteenth
1: in Greenville at seven oh five PM and then game three will be a back to back But this format is different than what you would usually get in a NHL playoff series. Once again, it's 1-2-2, where Game 1 was in South Carolina. Games 2 and 3 are in Greenville. And then Games 4 and 5 are in South Carolina. So Greenville had their opportunity to steal home ice if they were to win Game
0: 1, but didn't. So if they want to advance... Further into the Kelly Cup playoffs to advance to the Kelly Cup final, they're going to have to find a way to win, of course, both games in Greenville and then
1: clinch one on the road in order to advance to the next round. So that's your Greenville Swamp Rabbit update.
0: So Coach Q spoke to the media yesterday on NHL Network about his Jack Adams Award nominee. And if you're looking, going into that interview, expecting really any new
1: content or any news, then Coach Q's is not just going to reveal many things. And there's a lot of things that he said that we kind of knew already in that conversation with NHL Network. He was talking about how much of an honor it was to be nominated. He talked about he gave credit to Bill Zito for bringing in some of the pieces. He mentioned mostly the new pieces that were added. I mean, I can't blame Coach Q because there is a big difference between the crew that the Florida Panthers had in – The 2019 2020 season versus what they got
0: in 2020 2021 to help them advance to the playoffs and make it competitive against the defending Stanley Cup champions despite
1: being bounced in six games. He talks about Patrick Hornquist coming in and making an impact, a veteran leader. He talked about Carter Hagee a player that was that couldn't crack the lineup really on a Stanley Cup championship team, veterans like Alex Lundberg. He talked about Duclair, who will be an RFA this upcoming offseason. He talked about the 9-1-1 line with Jonathan Huberdeau, Sam Bennett, a trade deadline acquisition with Sam Bennett, and Owen Tippett, who came to his own a little bit in his rookie season.
0: So... Nothing really surprising that Coach Q said in his interview with NHL
1: Network, but he gives an idea of why he was able to be successful this season. And a lot of it was based on
0: the players that were brought in. And and as far as a leader and as far as being
1: having an award, Like the Jack Adams award where Q never won in Chicago during his time there, but he did win it really early on in his career with the St. Louis Blues back in 2000, which 21 years ago, like
0: I was seven years old when Coach Q won the Jack Adams. And how much of a difference his coaching was then versus... Now, how much he's
1: grown as a person, how I mean, there's three Stanley Cup championships in between
0: all of that, and how much Q has changed. He talks a little bit about that, so maybe that's a little bit of new things when it comes to Coach
1: Q talking about like how much he's changed or and how much he's embraced the coaching from his time. Since he last won the award, so other than that, not really anything surprising in like what Coach Q said as far as win um, being a finalist for the award and giving credit where credit is due. In the next segment, we're going to continue our report card series from players' performances in the 2020 2021. NHL season for the Florida Panthers. You've been listening to Locked on Panthers. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news and odds and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL and all your UFC slash MMA action before the next pitch. Head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news and sign-up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sideline anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline. Your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code. Locked on. So continuing
0: this report card series for the Florida Panthers, and this one, we're going to talk about a first-year Panther on the team. We're
1: going to talk about number 23, Carter Verhage, and that was a player that Coach Q mentioned, like I said, in the previous segment on his impact coming in, and Verhage is was a guy who was on the bottom six of the Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. And when you are a great team like the Tampa Bay Lightning or a great team in any sport that's a championship contending team, most times when you win a cup, along the way, you're going to lose some players either via free agency because you can't fit them. Under your cap, with the exception of LTIR with the Tampa Bay Lightning, or the fact that their demands might be something that you can't offer. And the Florida Panthers were a beneficiary of the Tampa Bay Lightning not qualifying an offer
0: for Carver Hagee after they won the cup in 2020. And the Tampa Bay Lightning
1: might have the same issue this coming offseason with quite a few players. They they got Blake Coleman and Barkley Goudreau, who are both UFAs, and they have quite a few RFAs on their roster, like Ross Colton, Alex Bearboulet, and the player that they picked up via trade as well in David Savard. And if the Tampa Bay Lightning even I mean, even if they don't win it again, they won't be able to keep everybody in
0: the lineup. They they were trying to move Tyler Johnson just last year, but nobody would
1: take his contract in. Not only in the in the flat cap world, but with the years that are left on his contract and the no trade clause that he has, contract. Tyler Johnson's contract is a little difficult to move. So again, the Florida Panthers were a beneficiary of them not qualifying an offer for Carter Verhage. And the best part about signing Verhage
0: is that the Florida Panthers control his rights even beyond this past season where the Panther, where Verhage will become an RFA after next season. And this is a guy that the Florida Panthers are likely, I mean, if I'm Bill Zito, if I'm
1: in that position that I, for the expansion draft for Seattle, this is a guy that you have to protect because the... Florida Panthers don't want to go through the same situation like they did with Jonathan Marchessault when
0: the Vegas Golden Knights came calling in in their arrival in the NHL and took Jonathan Marchessault after his great 2016, excuse me, 2017
1: season with the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights have been benefiting since picking up Jonathan Marchessault. So Verhage, in, as soon as the game started this season with the Florida Panthers, his, he made an impact really early in this one, scoring right in the first game and getting an assist. Got three points in the first two games, six points in the first four. So his impact was already there. He played top line minutes along with Alexander Barkoff and Anthony Duclair, despite Anthony Duclair not getting things going early, Duclair was able to allow Verhage and Barkov to just go back and forth. If it wasn't Alexander Barkov getting open it was and Verhage distributing to Barkov. It was the other way around where Barkov was finding Verhage in front of the net and Verhage was scoring. And Duclair on that line was getting his many assists early on in the season despite not scoring and Carter Verhage for the Florida Panthers even when he wasn't scoring his impact on the ice was there where he led the Florida Panthers in plus minus at the time that Verhage went down with injury after April 10th. Verhage went a whole month this season without playing a game. He was out from April
0: 10th against the Dallas Stars all the way until May 10th, the last regular season game before the Stanley Cup playoffs began. And Verhage was lead, like I said,
1: Verhage was leading Florida Panthers in plus-minus by at least six at the time of injury. He was a plus-23 before going down so his impact even when he wasn't scoring his presence on the ice was really showing when he's there when he was on the ice and playing and whether it was Barkov Verhage Duclair or it was Barkoff Verhage Marchment or even Barkoff Verhage Connolly
0: for a game let's not forget that Anthony Duclair went was out for a game because of COVID protocol earlier this season. And the when it came to line combinations, they kept they put Connolly
1: in the top line because they didn't want to mess up what was going well for the Florida Panthers. And it was Carter Verhage and Alexander Barkov being together
0: and the Third person on that line, whether it was Duclair at the time, or even Connolly
1: for that one game, they coach Q wanted Barkov and Verhage to still do their thing and still mesh together because when something great is going, you just don't mess with it. And Barkov
0: and Verhage were just that for most of this season, and Verhage most of his goals and points came even strength with the exception of one game which was march 27th against the Dallas Stars where he got a even strength goal he got a power play goal and he also got an empty net goal for the cats against the Dallas Stars where they were able to defeat the Dallas Stars in overtime. And that Saturday game, the where Hague got his hat trick, was
1: that same game where Aaron Eckblad was first denied a game-winning goal in overtime, and then just a few seconds later, Aaron Eckblad gets another goal to clinch the victory, the road victory for the Florida Panthers against the Dallas Stars. And unfortunately, the
0: next day, it was a back-to-back. neck fractures his leg against Dallas. But Verhege had a great season. His impact on the ice was very known, and when Verhege
1: made it back for the playoffs against His former team in the Tampa Bay Lightning, he got two goals and an assist against his former team in the Tampa Bay Lightning. And both goals that he had were the second goal of the game in both occasions, where in game one, he scored the second goal of the game for the Panthers, where he helped The Cats take the lead against the Tampa Bay Lightning in game one, which game one could have gone honestly either way if it weren't for a late breakaway by Braden Point on Sergei Bobrovsky and turnovers by Keith Yandel in that one. And game four, second goal of the game as well, but the game
0: was really out of hand at that point for the cats and verhage
1: is a guy that most florida panthers fans can agree that is one that you just have to keep you have to protect them in the expansion draft when it comes around in quite a few weeks it's a few days before the nhl entry draft at the end of july so there's going to be more content on the Florida Panthers and who they protect and who they don't protect in the expansion draft.
0: And let's talk about Verhage's impact from the time he was in Tampa Bay versus Florida. And
1: as far as total games played when he was a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning, 52 games, nine goals, four assists for 13 total points. And his one season in Florida 43 games 18 goals and 18 assists so he was doing both the work of distributing and scoring for 36 total points and he's like almost triple his point toll in less games nine less games as a Florida Panther than his total as a member Of the Tampa Bay Lightning, but also you got to think about it like this Carver Hagee wasn't getting top line minutes in Tampa Bay versus he was getting top line minutes in Florida. So Coach Q was able to see and expose what Carver Hagee's potential was as being a member of the Florida Panthers. And once again, when you're a Stanley Cup champion, it's going to be hard to maintain players who want to get paid after winning a championship because sometimes. Once a player wins a championship, really, in any sport, the one thing they look for after a lot of the time is security after the fact, not only in amounts of money, but amount of years on their contract because they want that consistent security, even if they get moved from one team to the next. So my player grade for Carter Hagee in this season, age 25, he's still very, very young. and. Really his second real season in the NHL after being drafted in twenty thirteen in the third round eighty second overall by the Toronto Maple Leafs and I'm gonna give Carver Hage a a minus for this season for the Florida Panthers on his impact on the team made it quite known very early, but still very young and still can hit his ceiling as a player and a fully healthy 82 game season hopefully next season for Carter Hagee and then we could really see more of what Alexander Varkov and Carter Verhege can do on that top line and maybe even more power play minutes as well for Carter Hagee who once again he wasn't really scoring outside of even strength much this season. So maybe we get to see that more of Carter Verhage this season, especially if another big injury happens to one of the star players like it did this season with Aaron Eckblad. You know, we can maybe see it. So I give Carter Verhage an A- for the 2021
0: season. In the next segment, we're going to talk about why NHL fans are not a fan of the Vegas Golden Knights. You've been listening to Locked on Panthers.
1: With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? Choosing only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are are reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need.
0: RockAuto.com. So, I teased in the previous segment about why NHL fans, the 30 teams, are not the biggest
1: fan of the Vegas Golden Knights. And if you were to ask your typical hockey fan if they, if you ask them whether they want to see, Vegas Golden Knights succeed and most more times than not unless they're
0: a Vegas fan would say that they don't want the Vegas Golden Knights to win and I thought about three possible reasons you could call them a theory you could call them whatever you want of why is
1: that the case and I bring this up because I mean this is a fan driven Network, the Locked On Podcast network of podcasters of fans of the team, at least the majority of the
0: teams are covered by fans. So I think about it like this Reason number one instant success. The Vegas Golden Knights came into the league and were successful right off the bat.
1: It was the first time in 16 years that the NHL added an expansion team to the mix. The last time that happened before 2016 was in 2000 when the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Minnesota Wild came into the league and made it to 30. 2016 made it to 31, and now in 2021, the NHL will make it to 32, and it'll be the second
0: league to reach 32 teams, just like the NFL. but. The instant success that the Vegas Golden Knights had,
1: reaching the Stanley Cup Final in year one, losing in five games to Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals, people didn't want to see a team just come right in there and succeed immediately. I mean, some fans were rooting for them because they see it as a feel-good story. But other fans of teams that haven't had that success in ages, flat out, Don't want to see it because they want to because they've been waiting for their team to win. Like for example, you listening, the Florida Panthers fan. There's a whole generation worth of fans who haven't seen this team even win a playoff series. There's very few that have been able to see the '96 season and beyond. I'm I'm one of I'm one of the many. Who haven't seen this team win that playoff series and seeing Vegas succeed as much as they have, it's it's a little bit of I mean, I guess you could call it jealousy. I guess you can. I mean I I, I guess we could call it that. And you don't want to see that from a from another team, and I think other fan bases can really relate. I mean, the New York Rangers haven't won a cup since ninety four. The, the Montreal Canadiens haven't won or even been to the Stanley Cup Final since 1993. Toronto haven't, hasn't won a playoff series since 2004. So a lot of other fan bases could be in that same mindset and position that they don't want the Vegas
0: Golden Knights to succeed as well. Reason number two is the city of Las Vegas. The nickname of the
1: city of Las Vegas, which I've never been to Vegas, I would love to go one day. And the pregame festivities, I will admit, for Vegas are pretty damn entertaining from what you see on the television side. And it's an awesome atmosphere for what you see on the TV. And that is a place that I would like to go to a Panthers road game one day, along with Toronto, Montreal, and Madison Square Garden in New York City. So I, I think I could add Vegas definitely to the bucket list because it is I mean, Vegas is the entertainment capital of the world. But also with Vegas, the vibe that it brings is kind of a devious, a sinful vibe. Like Sin City, that's what you call it. You know, the the whatever in Vegas happens in Vegas stays in Vegas kind of vibe. So a lot of things go down there. So I guess with the vibe of what the city is, along with the success, the Vegas Golden Knights are kind of seen as, I don't know if you want to call it a villain, but you want to think about it as the kind of like the bad boys coming into town. The Vegas Golden Knights are a a big, veteran, gritty hockey team. And they get in your face. They have multiple former captains in Max Pacioretty, who's a former Montreal Canadian, Alex Petrangelo as well from his time in the St. Louis Blues when they won the Stanley Cup. So they have a lot of veteran, gritty leaderships that get in your face and a former Stanley Cup champion in Marc-Andre Fleury, who
0: is just turning back the clock and just playing out of his mind. And we can relate as well as the Florida
1: Panthers fan as the scene in South Florida as well. South Florida has a beautiful weather, they have no state income taxes. So sometimes when South Florida also plays well and they they are successful, a lot of fans from outside of that as well can also be a little jealous about the success of the market that's going down there because It's not only the team, it's the vibe that comes with the city. It comes with the fan base. So that's a little bit of what it brings. And I think that with Vegas, with that vibe that that city brings, I think that's also contributing to why people don't want them to succeed as well. And reason number three, reason number three is more of a personal one for for me. And reason number three is in. Twenty nineteen, when the San Jose Sharks came back from a three one series deficit against the Vegas Golden Knights
0: in round one, there was a five minute major penalty that was on
1: Eakin for a Cody Eakin on a cross check on Joe Pavelski at the time when he was on the San Jose Sharks that resulted in a five minute major. And we can argue on whether or not that was a five-minute major or not. What happened after that five-minute major on Cody Egan? The San Jose Sharks scored four goals during that
0: five-minute major. All momentum was during the on the San Jose Sharks' side after that. And everything just went to crap for Vegas.
1: And they lost in overtime five to four against the San Jose Sharks. And it wasn't not only the fact that they gave up those four goals under that five minute major, but it was the after the fact, after they talked about why they lost, and they blamed it I think it was March or so that talked about the five minute majors, like you, you, that was the reason why we lost, and i'm I'm sorry, like if if you really are a competitive team and your penalty kill is great, even in a five-minute major, you don't give up four goals during that. I mean, sure, maybe a goal or two, but four in that five-minute stretch, I don't know. It, it just didn't sit well with me listening to that. And I get it when you lose like that and you, it's a game seven and you're eliminated. Sure, emotions are high. You're angry pissed off whatever you want to name it and you're you turn to that I don't know it just doesn't sit well with me and I think that added to the to the people and fans just not liking the Vegas Golden Knights and not wanting them to succeed but I will give my respect where it's due if they do but this was just something on my mind it's just like man a lot of fans have the same opinion on why, uh, on not liking the Vegas Golden Knights, but I thought about, I was thinking why, and I could only think about it in my perspective on why that could be. But there could also be many reasons why as well. So there is going to be, like I said, there is going to be another expansion team coming next season with the Seattle Kraken. The expansion draft is in late July, a few days before the NHL entry draft, and many people don't know whether we're going to have a Vegas 2.0. I mean, they didn't get the same coach as Vegas in this time around with Gerard Gallant deciding to sign with the New York Rangers, so he's not going to be, quote-unquote, the expansion coach for
0: Seattle. So and this isn't to say that i don't want them to to not succeed ever but it's just when everything is just right away and other teams don't have
1: that success as well then there's that vibe that that people are it's the like i said it's the new kids coming to town and taking over so that's really what the vibe that the Vegas Golden Knight brings. And we don't know whether it will be repeated or not when the Seattle Kraken come into the mix. So they do have the number two overall pick in the NHL entry draft along with their expansion, which the Florida Panthers have a lot of hard decisions to make so that they don't have another Jonathan Marchessault situation in this time around with the expansion draft. So, we'll see. We don't I don't think that it's going to be another Vegas Golden Knights that will go that far into the playoffs in just year 1. But hey, if they do, good for them. Like it's Seattle has been a great market for sports. They unfortunately lost their basketball team just over 10 years ago, so it's great that The city of Seattle is also gaining another team, even though they lost one professional sports team. And on July 1st, actually, the new Locked On Kraken podcast will be launched with Erica Ayala and excited to not only expand the NHL into another team, but expanding the Locked On podcast network as well with another host coming into the mix. So... Definitely more content related to the NHL and every single team in the league. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers comes into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also check out the Locked On NHL podcast. We'll be, they'll be covering all of the Stanley Cup playoffs and the Cross Check NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. And when you're done listening to this episode, please tell your smart device to play today's episode of the Locked On Today podcast. Raise your hand if you thought the Atlanta Hawks would be up 3-2 on the Philadelphia 76ers. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I'm Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to a Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.